episode of the Fashion Grunge podcast, uh, I guess quarantine edition. Uh, today, Jai is with me. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, we're uh, we're going to talk about Dazed and Confused today, the film from 93 by Richard Linkletter. But I guess first, let's talk about, well, this is how we're going to be recording, I guess, for a while, because... We're all under quarantine, I guess, because there's a coronavirus. This is going to be weird to listen to, I guess, months from now. But for now, we'll be topical. And, yeah, how are you holding up, Jai? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm like, trying to keep occupied. And I'm doing lots of archy stuff. So I'm drawing and I'm doing collage on, like, Kind of like Photoshop and mixing it up. Um, next week I'm going to be making things, probably sewing or making something like customizing. Yeah. So yeah, I've got. I feel like I have a lot of things. In fact, I have way too many things that I don't even think I have enough time to do them all, um, which is crazy. <laughs> wow, that's insane. I feel like only you would have a list of things that you couldn't possibly finish during <laughs> quarantine. That just sounds like totally you. I feel like I just have a lot of movies and books and, like, a lot of old-fashioned magazines to to look through and everything. But I don't have anything – yeah, I don't have anything – I mean, I'm not doing anything crazy planned, but there are a lot of films I'm actually kind of viewing as my homework because they're – I just realized a lot of films that I haven't seen that are literal classics, like Chinatown I've never seen with, like – So good. yeah, right? Yeah, so see, there's a lot of films like that that are classics that I feel like, as a film fan, I probably should be. And I would love to make a film one day, so I feel like I should be kind of looking at, you know, old cinema, foreign cinema, like that kind of thing, so. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a really good time to, I mean, for everyone, right? It's We've been forced to uh, make time for ourselves, and yeah. we don't really have distractions, like going out or... I mean, meeting up with people, going to, I don't know, going out in general. But I'm, I feel like it's, it's, I mean, it's not cool, obviously. I wish we didn't have a pandemic, but it's cool that we've been forced to make time for ourselves and do stuff that we maybe postponed or kind of, um, never make time for. Um, I really love planning. So I've got, like a full calendar like right now with like activities I have like a beauty day which is today um catching up with friends doing like virtual pub kind of dates and drinking wine and eating crisps while like video calling my friends and I even had like a bit of a dance with my friend we play our favorite song I highly recommend this and someone should like oh my gosh create some kind of app where you can I mean I'm sure you can do that with what we got but where you can just like be with five friends at a time and you play your favorite songs and do and you dance it's really can't fun can't you do that on, on like Instagram live can't you add like a lot of people but you can't see them can't you you can add them but you can't see uh, everyone yeah they you can, can see you can you because if you add like people it. into your live, I think you all kind of see each other's screens because you're all – it's almost like you're doing a FaceTime that everybody can see. I oh, think that's kind oh, of well. how Instagram Live works if you add more, more than one person. But I don't know how many. 
I know you can add, like, maybe two or one, but that's cool. So, yeah, I guess uh, I'd love to know how people are. I guess I just look at people's Insta stories to see how they're spending this time. And if you are outside and you don't need to be outside, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, get inside. I don't, right. It's just kind I of mean, yeah, as long as you don't go too far. Sorry. Yeah, well, I mean people partying, that apparently the beaches are still kind of packed, and people are, some people kind of, like, don't believe that this is happening, which is kind of crazy, but, I mean, okay. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's kind of nuts. Like, spring, you know, the spring breakers and stuff, so hopefully they've, like, figured out that this is not a joke, but in any case, um, yeah, let's talk about the movie. So we're talking Yay. about being confused. Yeah, I'm so excited because... This is literally one of my favorite films, and I feel like anytime I post a photo of this on Instagram, people are, like, really excited about it. It's a cool film. I mean, it's... Yeah, I mean, we get to it, but... Um, I. What are your overall thoughts? Yeah. Um, so... Like, let's start I mean, from I... the beginning. I, we're like, yeah, like, what's your first... Like, what's your intro thoughts on it? Like, when did you first see it? Like, stuff like that. Um, I watched it, like, probably when I was 16 or 15, and I really can't remember. I, I watched a lot of films back then, and then more so after, like, I don't know, when I turned 17, because I had insomnia. So I watched, like, so many movies every night. and That's um so crazy. I think I, I definitely remember being, like, 15 when I watched it. I am... Um, I don't remember what I thought, to be honest, because I only ever watched it once, that one time, and then I rewatched oh, okay. it this morning. Yeah. So I actually tried. Oh, so you to... had only seen it one time since yeah. watching it as a kid. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't know that. Because I actually tried to watch it on a plane to Hawaii in, like, in December, but, um, I just couldn't get into it. I was like, yeah, I think I was tired, so I probably ended up falling oh. asleep. But I've only watched it twice, um, obviously, most recently this morning <laughs> at <laughs> a.m. Um, so I don't, I feel like it's, obviously, it's about high school, and we've seen so many movies um, about being in high school, but this must have been one of the earlier ones, right? Well, I thought, I think so. I mean, not really, because this is the 90s, so... We could go into the 80s and the whole John Hughes uh, oh, role, right. which was before that. So we have seen, like, we have seen young kids in high school, but this is kind of cool because it's, like, in the 90s, but it's set in the 70s. Yeah, but I feel like the ones that you, that, I mean, like, obviously Carrie, the horror film, that was 70s. Yeah. And then there are mm-hmm. loads of movies in the 80s, like, um, that film, something in pink, like girl in oh, pink, pretty, or something. Pink. pretty in pink, pretty and pink, all of yeah. those. But I feel like they were kind of like good kids compared to um, the whole yeah. vibe about this one, you know? Because these are like yeah, oh, like teenagers in the seventies, where it's like rock and roll and like drugs and um, mm-hmm. a lot of like crazy behavior. So I suppose it's kind of like a, the first one in that sort of aspect. I, I think so, that I can think of. I'm sure there's someone's going to be like, no, there's this, but that I know of, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like even though it's not like a real, like a proper plot, um, 
it's mostly about the music and like the era um mm-hmm. and just like everything that was going well not everything but just like the fashion and like it's just, it's just a cool movie mainly because of that reasons i suppose yeah cool what do yeah, you think that's what i i have okay so for my notes i the first time i saw it i was probably 14 or 15 uh, and I immediately loved it, and I bought it on VHS tape. And it's probably one of the five films that I know completely by heart, backwards and forwards. Like, I wouldn't even have to look at the movie. I would know exactly from hearing out what's going on. So wow. I'm fully obsessed with this movie. I have been I, – I was telling Jai earlier that when I was 16, Clueless, Dazed and Confused, and Kids – were probably like my the movies that we've all reviewed. This is great that the first three movies that we've reviewed um, are like my favorite films. The the next one would be Empire Records. That would be like number four. But um, but yeah, so I have a huge connection to this film. I love the music a lot. I think when yeah. I saw it, I was I didn't really know that much about classic rock when I saw it. So I think I was it like kind of opened this whole new world of another like the other genre of music that was like 20 years before me so it's kind of cool like how a lot of young kids now are finding 90s music it's kind of like that I was like whoa this is so cool it's like all psychedelic I got like the Peter Frampton comes alive album and like there's two songs from Peter Frampton in the movie and I was like this is so cool and I played it all the time uh even in school I had like a disc man and those were like two cds that I had that that soundtrack. So that was cool. Um, watching it back, like, the clothes were awesome. Like, I had bell bottoms and stuff because the 70s had, like, a mini kind of moment in the 90s. Like, in yeah. the, like, mid-90s, it was, like, bell bottoms and, like, baby shirts and those, like, peace signs and, like, stuff like that. So I had, um, like, some clothes, like, the girls in the movie, and I was kind of, like, I'd seen the movie, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. So I had some of that stuff, like I smoked weed, like not like they did, but you know, like I tried it and like done it a few times. I was like, this is so cool. And then, um, but now watching it back, the only thing that I kind of see, not, it's not, it's not a problem just because it's just done from a certain perspective, but I feel like the film is very much like a male testosterone like thing (laughs) because like there are only a few scenes with the girls. Granted, they are really good scenes, but you can tell like a a guy wrote this film and like directed it because it's a lot of like, you can tell it's him. Like, and and I read interviews with Richard Linklater, like all these people are based on people in like his high school or people that he knew because he's from Texas. Um, So yeah, yeah, so it, you can kind of tell that, like, he's kind of mimicking his own, um, like, high school experience to somewhat a, a reason. But I like how it has this kind of, like, voyeuristic view into, like, their whole lives. And it's extremely simple, but it's, like, there are lots of different cliques existing together. And, yeah. and like, it's, it's I like how it's all kind of communal, but you can tell there's still a hierarchy, like, within the freshmen and, like, you know, like, in normal high schools and stuff. So... I love it. It's just such a good feel-good film. I just always, like, feel yeah. really good after I watch it. You know, it's it's cool. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think, like, obviously, like, my favorite thing about it is that is that decade. It's, like, 70s, right? It's one of my favorites. Yeah. And um, that music is, like, that kind of the earliest music I got into it, into because of my father. So, 
he was like a bit of a hippie so that's all the music that I knew from like a really young age like classic rock so like, cool. like Alice Cooper and Black Sabbath and like Aerosmith and like Rolling um, what are they called um, not well Rolling Stones too but so that's kind of like the, when I knew like if people ask me what's your favourite music and I was 11 I'll be like rock like classic rock like um, cool. psychedelic rock and all of that so that's I suppose it makes it really special for me in that sense. Um, but, and I love the cars. I'm obsessed with those yes. cars. Those are my favorite cars ever. Like, yeah, so Mustangs cool. and like Chargers and the colors as well. Um, mm-hmm. but this one thing that I, I guess I probably didn't think much of it when I first watched it because it was like different times, but, um, it's awful, all the bullying and the violence towards the freshmen. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. That's, I can't get over that. Like, I feel like it's so you know weird. How they, like, actually beat them with those powers? Yeah. Like, I yeah. think it's so cruel and violent. Like, now, obviously, just watch this morning again, and I was like, I totally don't remember that part. Um, And I think that it, it's just so, like old school like people actually used to do that you used to get beat up oh yeah like by i mean i'm sure it was different in the u.s and like i feel like it was exactly like in the film but i'm not sure it was like that in europe definitely not or in other places but um it's just like bullying you know like but it's, it's pretty intense yeah the bullying it's so intense. is pretty intense yeah with so those, I feel like, um, those young kids. Yeah, like that's, um, and I remember thinking, I suppose like back then in the 90s, that was like a real thing. I've um, been really mean to younger kids in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, I yeah, remember I, like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't think that anything about it. I, I've actually never even thought about it. Like until you brought it up right now, I actually haven't even thought about it because that was pretty normal. I just feel like it's yeah. within the last 10 years that, like, extreme bullying is becoming, like, more, there's more attention to it, but it definitely existed, um, and I, yeah, it's that bad that I didn't even think about it until you yeah, just said me, it. Yeah, for me, it really, it really stood out. I was like, oh, shit, this used to happen, like, um, yeah. especially back then, and um, didn't happen to me, like, not like that, <laughs> anyway. No, yeah, I've Not never had extreme. that type of experience. No, no, I've never had that type of experience. But, um, oh, I have another note that I that I went into my emails because I was like, did I actually go to that or was that like a really vivid dream? I went to a screening for the 20th anniversary in 2013 in L.A. of Days and Confused, and Adam Goldberg hosted it, who's actually in the film. Oh, wow. Um, he's yeah, also yeah. like a really great actor. I love Adam Goldberg. But, um, yeah, and he was in it, and he was talking about when they cast them. Um, this is, like, kind of like a production note, like, anecdote, I guess. Like, when they cast them, uh, Richard Linkletter had all of them, like, going out for pizza and, like, drinking. So they all kind of became this, like, party. Like, they almost had, like, a frat house kind of oh, thing. Because, cool. like, they, yeah, because they kind of, like, he wanted them to all be kind of close and like friends you know to like film this he said it was really fun after that and then I had I love Richard Linkletter the director he was 33 apparently when this came out so he's like he's pretty young he's probably like early 30s I guess when he made it he has um 
almost all of his films are centered around Texas uh, because he's from Texas. So, like, this is supposed to be, I believe, in Austin. And then, mm-hmm. like, um, what do you call it? The one, except for Before Sunrise, Sunset, and Midnight, which I love. Like, those three he did, those obviously aren't set in Texas. But Boyhood is. Uh, I love. Yeah. Yeah. So he has a lot of things that are Texas centered. Ethan Hawke is also from Texas, so he works with him uh, too a lot. So they have like that kind of thing in common. There is a film that came out in 2016 that I don't know if many people saw, but I saw. It's called Everybody. I think it's like Everybody Wants Some. Okay. So we are we were talking about Everybody Wants Some, and that is a movie that came out in 2016 that is. Considered, like, I think Richard Linklater called it a spiritual sequel to Days and Confused, and it's, it literally is almost the same kind of story, but it takes place in 1980 in Texas. So it's just, like, a little bit different, but it is, like, young, they're college kids instead of high school. And it's just, like, kind of a romp rocket. If you like this movie, you'll probably like like it, too. I thought it was great. Um, I don't know where. It's probably available somewhere. It was bouncing around on some streaming place, but it's really, really good. Oh, cool. I, I haven't seen that. I've only seen um, Boyhood and Before Midnight, um, and I love both. I love, yeah. love Boyhood. It's such a good film. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Did you Have you seen all of the Before series, like all three of them? Um, what, what do you mean, what three? Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, and Before Midnight? Yes, but I think Before oh, okay. Midnight is my favorite. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, Before Sunrise is my favorite, the first one. The first one, yeah, uh, the first one is good, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I love the first one. And I also I looked up some production notes on the actual filming. Apparently the guy who plays Pickford, who's the one that's with Mia Jovovich, yeah. like in, in, the, in the film, he was supposed to be a bigger role in the film, actually, and oh. apparently he couldn't get along with a lot of the actors on the on set, so they actually cut his his part down and made it a lot smaller. Mia Jovovich was also supposed to be like a larger part, but because they cut their scenes down, it didn't work as well. And he was supposed to be playing with McConaughey, and like he couldn't get along with anyone. And McConaughey's uh, role got extremely like he got a lot of screen time, and most of it was ad libbed. McConaughey. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. yeah, so that was, like, kind of interesting. Yeah, because I feel that um, that guy barely said anything or did anything. And so Mila, she was, like, she I think she didn't say much at all. She had, like, no. a tiny part. She was really young as well. She was 16. She was. She married the guy who played Pigford, like, while they were oh. filming. And then that, they had to. Oh, that's right. Yeah, then they like had to get it annulled or something because she was like underage. Like she was like 16 or something. That's and crazy. I, I think, yeah, I think it was like this whole kind of like weird thing, but it's kind of kind of crazy. But but yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm actually gonna look it up. I I'm that guy. I don't even know if they were actually like it might have just never really been considered like married. They might have been mm. married for like you know, like a second, who knows? I think um, that guy yeah. didn't do much, actually. I think he, no. he did, like, a few films, that's it. Like, I mean, he was yeah. cute, but maybe he wasn't a good actor. <laughs> yeah, it seems like if there was, like, behavior things, I guess people were just probably like, well, whatever, maybe he didn't want to do it anymore. 
But, um, yeah, let's talk about the theme and the mood. I know you're going to be so excited about this because it's 70s and you love the 70s stuff. I love 60s and 70s, yes. Like, I really should have been around that time, but, hey, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Well, what did you think? Um, okay, I, about the mood or the theme? Yeah, first? just, like, the whole vibe. Yeah, like, the whole theme and mood of the of the film. I thought... I honestly feel they they really like um it was like spot on. I feel like the the fashion and like obviously the costume design like I feel like they did a pretty good job um creating like that kind of vibe. Um I I'm sure they had like parties like out in the woods as well because you know you couldn't really have like a massive party at your at your home with your parents. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I really just love that. I think that's what makes the film, to be honest, like the set, the acting, um, obviously my favorite would be like Matthew McConaughey. He's just like so good and he's so hot. <laughs> Even his like weird hair. He has like the weirdest hair in this movie. He has such a cool haircut. That's literally like, it's part of the whole look. I feel like, his styling is the best in the entire movie, honestly. Like what he's wearing yeah. and the hairstyle mm-hmm. and the attitude. Like, um, okay, yeah. So I feel like if I if I tell you my favorite scene, or you want to go first? Oh, okay. You want me to? Oh wait, you want to talk you, about? Actually, uh, no. You talk about the mood first, and then we talk about. The oh, okay. Scene. Yeah. My my whole thing with the mood is that I just. I said that, like, this whole, the whole film just perfectly captures, like, that last day of school energy where you, like, aren't doing anything, like, when they're in in class in the beginning and the teacher's just talking and they're just like, whatever, like, you're just waiting for the bell to ring and then you just get out and everyone throws stuff everywhere. And then it just kind of reminds you of those big, like, teenage decisions in films that, like, they feel like will really define their lives, like, whether or not Pink's going to play football like, that's, mm-hmm. like, the whole underlying moment of the film that's, like, oh, my gosh, is he going to do it? It doesn't really matter, but obviously to him it really matters because he's, like, this teenage boy, and that's, like, the most important thing in his life is playing football at his school. And, you know, it's all of his friends and everything. And I love the cars. I feel like the cars are just a character on their own. They all fit everyone's personality so well. Like, the girl, Jody, who has the white bug convertible. Like, oh, yeah? Totally fits her that's just so her i feel like i could never see her driving another car and then the el camino that um pink drives and like the chevelle that mcconaughey has and like that i think it's like a gto like firebird that pickford has the orange car um so cool so dope and um yeah i just i love the cars my fashion favorite is probably jody Oh and yeah, I love, Jody's, yeah. I love Jody's outfits, like her denim. She wears a lot of like denim on denim, Me which too. I think is really I love cool. That look. Yeah, I feel like her her first look was my favorite, the one that's not as crazy tight. The second one, mm-hmm. like I don't know how she got in that. Like that one's just <laughs> kind of crazy. Um, that's so funny that you like Wooderson's. I love Slater. He's like probably my favorite guy, the stoner. Um, oh, he's, he's funny. Also, yeah, yeah, he's in like Empire Records. He's Lucas and. He's also in, like, CSI Miami, and he's in something else. But I really like him as an actor. He's in Black Mass with Johnny Depp, too. Um, mm. And he's, yeah, I really like him. I always think of him as Slater, which is really funny. And Cynthia's my favorite girl, the redhead. 
because I feel like she's most like me. And I love the geeks, like, in the car. I love, like, Adam Goldberg and Anthony Rapp and Marisa Rabisi. Like, I love the three of them together. I think it's just so funny how, like, yeah. neurotic they are. It's just Oh, my God. Know, I, well, no, it's just Adam. Like. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's really yeah, annoying. kind of laid back, yeah. The other one's kind of laid back. I find him too annoying, honestly. He's, like, crazy. I, I, I'm not sure, like, I love that actor, to be honest. Like, I just find him, like, Oh, Adam much. Goldberg? Oh, Yeah, I he's just Adam so Goldberg. intense. And obviously his character <laughs> as well is, like, a bit much. Um, he always kind of plays, like, he's in the, the show Entourage. I don't know if you ever heard of that. Um, um, I've heard like, of that. Yeah, he was in that. He kind of plays, like, this neurotic, like, kind of nut. But he always kind of plays like that. I don't think I've ever seen him, like, chilled out or, like, in a kind of dramatic, like, really, really dramatic role. I mean, I'm sure he probably has done some, but he's a really good photographer. Is he? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, he works a lot. Yeah, he works a lot with, uh, like, Polaroid cameras and, like, vintage film and, and film mediums. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I like his photography work a lot. Um, oh, cool. I love the beers in the back of O'Banion's car, in the back of Ben Affleck's car. Like, just oh, beers yeah. all in the trunk. Love it. Like, that's so great. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can, and that's, yeah, that's kind of like my whole mood. Those are my, like, things I really liked about it. Obviously about the soundtrack. I already talked about that. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of nuts. I want to hear about your favorite scenes, though. Yeah. I mean, I think that maybe, um, it's definitely like an American thing, and maybe that's why I can't relate to it because it, oh, yeah. I mean, like the whole like um, thing about him not wanting to play anymore because that is so specific to the yeah. US, you know. So I, I'm sure that was like a big deal, like for boys yeah, if they were him. in a team. Um, so obviously, I can't really relate to that in that sense. But um, I, I the one thing I can relate to is. Um, Witherson's character because I feel like he embodies that guy that we all like when we were 15 you know like all the <laughs> like really yeah. like really good looking kind of a bit of a rebel and like you know we all like bad guys I suppose but then not all but I mean you you did too right yeah yeah, yeah exactly and I feel like um, I mean, I still do now. It's not I very mean, smart, <laughs> but like it's not, it's not because, smart. But yeah, and it, it it does like remind me of being like that age and like liking someone who was nineteen. Well, my boyfriend was nineteen and I was fifteen. I mean, that's not even right, you know. You're like no, a baby. That's like really illegal. I mean, he's like taking you out to parties and then giving you alcohol and drugs and you're like oh this is so cool you know i'm hanging out with like all the guys but yeah now looking back but um yeah yeah so i I suppose i can relate to that in that sense like being in school and doing the same thing but my favorite scene is when they are i have two when they are yeah what are your two they're at the burger place in the car park and with their like um tells (laughs) the red hair girl to come to the party and yeah, he's like, oh, we have we're going to this party. You should come or whatever. And then he leaves, and his two friends say, oh, he was so creepy. And she's like, I think he was cute. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just like that because that is so what I would have said too. Like, oh, he's so sexy. He's like pink yeah. pants and like white t-shirt with his perfect <laughs> haircut. Um, oh my god. So, 
I like that. And um, the other one is when they're when they're at the party in the woods, and Slater is high, obviously, as he is, and he's talking about George Washington, and yeah. he says something about like, well, he kind of talks about his love for George Washington and his wife, and says that he was in a cult, and like he. Did mm-hmm. I hear right? He was an alien, yeah. or he thought he was an alien. And no, he was like, they... the cult was into aliens or something. Yeah, and then they talk about how they grew um, weed, and mm-hmm. that's why, that, and that even had an impact in the dollar bill, which was so mm-hmm. funny. He's like, yeah, even the dollar is green, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think it's really funny, because... I mean, I suppose that's the kind of thing you talk about when you're high. You're just kind of random and, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's so funny. Those are, that's really funny that your, that those are your, that those are your favorite scenes. I feel like mine are, two of mine now I'm kind of embarrassed because they're like awful bully <laughs> scenes, but I like love them. The air raid, uh, that Parker Posey leads for all of those freshman girls is like one of the most iconic fucking scenes of this movie where she's just yelling at them and calling them sluts. I was like, yes, I like, I like love it's Parker so Posey. so mean. It's really mean, but it, I, I really like, love that part of the movie. I also love, um, well, I have, this is kind of combined. It's kind of like, I love the intro and the outro of the film in general. Like I love the slow motion, sweet motion with, all the cars and, like, the way it sets the vibe right when you open the film and you see them all, like, you know, walking around and then, like, you know, lighting the joint and then, like, you know, doing the handshakes and you see, like, the car slow motion. Like, I love that. And then I also love the very end when it's, like, slow ride and they're all driving in the car, like, going to get Aerosmith tickets. I love how that's, like, bookended. Like, starts with Aerosmith, ends with Aerosmith. Oh, Um, yeah. No, you're you're right. They're amazing. Yeah. Yeah, like, that wasn't really a scene. That's just, I really love how it opens and how it closes. But um, I love when the guys are getting, the boys are getting chased in that big white Buick by, by the guys. Oh, by, yeah. By the guys. And then I love when, like, Carl's mom comes out and pulls that shotgun on, like, Ben Affleck. <laughs> like, that, that's just, like, so Texas. So I guess it's, oh, like, gosh. why... It's like why I, I just love that scene so much. Like, um, and then my ultimate favorite scene is like the football field at the end when they're talking about like high school and like Wooderson's talking about like the older they do get, the more rules they're gonna try to get you to follow. Oh, and yeah. you just gotta like keep living. And he's just like, you gotta keep living, man. Like that's my favorite scene of the whole movie. And I put that in my yearbook for my ninth grade graduation, and they left it out because they thought the movie was inappropriate. Like oh I put, my god! I the, yeah, and my and my yearbook is just blank because I wrote like, um, the older they do, the older you do get, the more rules they're gonna try to get you to follow. And I just wrote like, you gotta keep living, man. And then like they just thought it was inappropriate, and they like lived and put it on my yearbook. I didn't know until I got it in my hand. And everyone I told my friends, they're like, that's so cool, you put that in your yearbook. And then I got it, and it was blank. And I was like, oh no, fuckers. Yeah, I was like, fuck. So You're so, like a such a thing. rebel, Lauren. <laughs> and I also love when they doused uh, Ben Affleck with that paint. That was pretty dope. <laughs> when yeah, they got, got, awful. Got his his character is he was awful. awful. So awful. Like I. But it's yeah. He, uh, yeah, I couldn't stand him. He was definitely the worst. I think of, of all but of them. But it's cool to see him young. It's cool to see young Ben Affleck and Matthew McConaughey like. 
Yeah, I think Ben. I was looking to see if Ben Affleck was in. I think he was in School Ties. Did you ever see School Ties? I don't um, think so. No. I think that might be a film that he was in right before this, but I was looking to see if he was in anything else because I thought that he might have been, like, unknown, but I think he was in, like, Ben Affleck was in a few things. He was in School Ties. School Ties is a great film. If anyone has not seen it, uh, Jai, you should watch it, too. Maybe it would be something. Okay. It's, it's, um, it's, like, I'll read the IMDb description. is set in 1950s. A star quarterback is given the opportunity to attend an elite prep school but must conceal the fact that he's Jewish. And it's, like, Brendan Fraser, Matt Damon, Chris O'Donnell, Ben Affleck. It's, like, 92. But it's a really, really great film. And uh, Ooh, Brendan cool. Fraser is, like, is the main guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know who that one is by. Robert Mandel. I don't know who directed that. I don't know him. But, yeah, uh, so, so Ben Affleck was in that before he was in this. And I think some other people from Days and Confused are in it, too. Anthony Rapp, the guy who plays Tony, he's also in um, School Days. So they've just done a few small things before they've done it. But, yeah, the the amount of, like, powerhouse actors that are in this film is, like, pretty crazy. It's like crazy, pretty, yeah. So yeah. many, so many actors, and like some of them are, I mean, both of those actors are huge now. And and Mila Jovovich as well, to be honest. Yeah, she's been so huge. much, and she's like yeah. obviously a model, um, musician or like singer, um, actress. I feel like she's great. I I love. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah, she's really cool. And then um, I feel like Parker Posey could easily have been Juliette Lewis. Yeah. Like, they yeah. they have a lot of the same personality. Like, they have that kind of, like, wild and crazy kind of personality. And has she and been Marissa in a little thing? Uh, Juliette Lewis or Parker Posey? Um, Posey. Uh, yeah, she was in, like, okay, she was in Scream 3. <laughs> Ouch. Which I was, like, which was, like, Quite a while, quite a while ago. Um, I think she might be in something now. She's in Party Girl, a great '90s underground movie. Um, that would be a great one to review, actually, because it's like super underground, but it's really cool. Let me see what she's in now. Uh, she's in something called Lost in Space now, and she's in one episode of High Fidelity, that show that Zoe Kravitz is in on Hulu. That's mm-hmm. based on the the movie, which I still haven't seen. But yeah, she's been acting. She's done some, like, kind of more independent things. She's in, like, Portlandia. Like, you know, she's in, like, a lot of random things like that. Yeah, but she's not in, like, big, big stuff. But she's still around. I like her. She's really cool. And Marissa Ribisi, I love, the redhead. She's Giovanni Ribisi's twin sister. I don't know her. I don't. I don't think I've seen her in anything. Like, oh, okay. um, I've seen her in some stuff in the '90s. Maybe not so much now, but. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I really like all the people in there, so it's pretty neat. What are your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Um, I mean, I think it's a feel like feel good movie to be honest, and it's like a fun, mm-hmm. definitely a fun one to watch. Um, I think if you like seventies and stuff, you definitely need to watch it. It's I don't know, like it's yeah. I mean, I I liked it a lot. I think it's. It's not my favorite film. It's not up there with my favorite films, but it's definitely got like it's up there like top three soundtrack. I think. For sure. Yeah, the music's so good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's it for me already. What about cool. you? Cool. 
Well, I mean, it's one of my favorites. I mean, I guess I could talk about it forever. I I love it. I love it. Really introduced me to Richard Linkletter. Like, I think after I watched this, I he became like one of my favorite directors. He has such a style. Um, a lot of his movies have this kind of vibe. Like, he's really great at capturing the kind of like youth, like energy and spirit, and like the South too. It made me want to be from Texas. It made me want to have a Texas accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's just, it's cool. I love these confused. So it's one of those films that I can always put on and like put you in a good mood, especially nowadays. I'm kind of glad that it, it kind of came at the perfect time to review it. Cause I was like, we really need something light and not anything. You know, I was watching all these kind of like dystopian type shows oh, yeah, before please. this happened and it was oh, like, yeah. oh, whatever. And now it's kind of like, uh, it's surreal. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little too real. So I was like, this is great. I love watching things about periods times like in the 70s so this is cool i'm probably going to put on the soundtrack today and jam out to the days and confused soundtrack so it's pretty cool yeah i've been doing that i've been listening to it and like dancing along um with my headphones i'm obviously sharing the living room with matthew he's just like looking at me wondering what are you dancing to um it's pretty fun oh cool well i can't wait we're gonna do uh we decided we're going to do another one uh, in a few days. So that one is going to be on Romeo and Juliet. So Yay! Yeah, get excited. The 1996 Baz Luhrmann uh, version. We're not doing the 1960s version. We're doing. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep it 90s with Leo and Claire Danes. <laughs> so I haven't watched Such it in a while. Song. Yeah, I own it on DVD, so I'll pull out that DVD and and watch it. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for that one because that one's. Just Oh, God, there's so much to talk about. Yeah, so am I. There's just yes. so much. Great actors. It's so great. Amazing yes. music, amazing soundtrack for that the one. Set. Wow. The set. Was that filmed oh. in Mexico? I don't think so. I, I don't oh, know. Actually. I don't know. I no. Was. I guess we'll we'll look it up and we'll uh, you know what? We'll research. It, that does sound familiar. It does ring a bell somehow. That, yeah, look it up. That was filmed there? Yeah, we'll we'll look it up and we'll talk about it on uh on the next one. Cool. But yeah, we hope you guys all have fun and uh if you like this one, do the whole thing and like write a review in the iTunes store so I can see what people are thinking. Oh, favorite song. People. We need to say we need to talk about favorite songs quickly. What's your favorite song? Favorite three. Like Favorite three? Yeah. From the film? Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, um, it's definitely uh, "Slow Ride" from Foghat. Mhm. It's definitely um, "Summer Breeze" by Steel, uh, Sealed and Cross, and it's definitely uh, what would my third one be? It might be "Hurricane" by Bob Dylan, which is not I on the it. soundtrack, but it's yeah. but it's playing in the pool hall. It is, those yeah. Yeah, of course you have to have Bob Dylan in there. <laughs> yeah. Those would be mine. What are yours? Um I I love love like Stranglehold. Oh yeah. Um and Sweet Emotion by Aerosmith. I think those two songs really make the film. Stranglehold is that uh Ted Nugent? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's one by Deep Purple, but I can't remember what the name of the song is. 
But oh, those three, is. yeah, that is one there's, spicy there's purple. One like highway star, is that it? I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's that one. Yeah. Um, it is I mean, Highway yeah. Star. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So it is yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one's so cool. There's so many. Yeah, the, the whole soundtrack's great. If you haven't listened to it, I should. Um, I I'll post about it on the website and I'll include like a Spotify link to the playlist because there's. Oh, I think somebody should. put yeah. I think somebody yeah. put all of them together. So yeah, I'll do that because you definitely like should listen to it. It's really cool. I think I can share okay. it too. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So we'll see you guys on the next one, and we hope you had fun. Bye. Bye.